Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Um, people, you know we still have a show in hiatus, and I wanted to um, you know, continue to feed you uh, some dynamic content. So what we've been doing is we've been replaying some of our top shows from our past uh, times together. And tonight we're going to replay uh, a dynamic show uh, from actually about a year ago this time. And um, it's entitled Loving and Enjoying What You Are Doing. And I was so honored to have my friend, my brother, uh, Mr. J.L. Godfrey from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, on the show with me that night. And I want to replay that show for you uh, to give you some, you know, keep you encouraged, keep you motivated as we're still doing some construction around here and making things uh, nicer for you. So when, you, when we come back live, we're going to be on fire. So with all that said, I thank each and every one of you for coming out. I can't say that enough. I thank you for continuously tuning into this show. I thank you for continuously supporting the Creating a Championship Center Living Movement and supporting me, Miles W. Miller. By all means, keep in contact with me. Let me know how we're doing. Let me know how we're driving. I want to make this show as fresh and as new for you as possible. So let me know. Keep, reach out to me. You can reach out to me at um, or most of the major uh, social networking sites, Facebook, facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. Or myspace.com slash Miles W. Miller. Uh, you can reach, reach me at Twitter. You can tweet me, twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller. Also, you can leave uh, comments for me here at the Blog Talk Radio site, blogtalkradio.com slash Miller. You can even email me. You can email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com. And I look forward to getting your comments, your concerns, and anything you want me to address. So before we go any further, as I always do, as I always graciously do, we give honor where honors do, and we turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that's a move with his spirit. So people, know I love you. I'm praying for you. And remember this, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit in your dreams. God bless you. Enjoy the show. Love Hope Radio. Hello and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Well, today is an awesome day. It is August 22nd, 2009, Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you know what time it is. That is the time that we come to you each and every week live to give you life-changing, motivational, inspirational teaching and interviews and all types of stuff to, to light you on fire for your passion. It's an absolute honor to hear your voice. Well, it's an absolute honor to hear, to, to see you here and to, to know that you're listening live to this uh, show. And those of you who are going to hear this podcast later, I appreciate you as well. Thank you for continue, your continued support. I am, I have the honor today to be um, outside of my local contract, uh, Midtown Atlanta, and today we're actually in the studios of Lighthouse Media uh, with Mr. Kenneth Moody. Um, thank him for the, letting us use the um, use his studio today to do the show. Um, 
before I go any further, I want to turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we can all get what he has sent us here for today and that we can all get greatly blessed. I am so, so, so convinced that I believe um, that this is not an accident that we're here each and every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I think that this is a great day, great thing. I want to continue to get better, and I want you to continue to, to give me your ideas for show topics and, and comments and concerns. It is absolutely a, a blessing to have those things. Don't, feel, don't be afraid. Either leave me a comment here on the Blog Talk site, or you can leave me um, – you can send me an email at Miles W. Miller, that's M-Y-L-E-S, W-M-I-L-L-E-R, at gmail.com. And just send me your comments, send me your uh, show requests, and like I said, I look forward to to having an absolutely, absolutely great show for you each and every week. Um, we're going to get started today a little differently. Today's show is going to be a little different, but I want you to bear with me. Um, I'll explain to you what's going to happen. It's getting ready, you're going to see some dynamic stuff. So just hold on to your seats, keep your seat up. We're going to we're going to do some things differently today. But what I want to do first, as you know, always each and every week, I give you a divine intervention, uh, which is a scripture from the Bible, which I believe is going to be an absolutely um, inspirational and, and, and dynamic piece for you this week. I think this uh, this one in particular. It means a lot to me, and I'll explain it later in greater detail. So I'm going to just get, go ahead and read it. Uh, today's divine intervention comes from Nehemiah 8 and um, verse 10, and it says, I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says, And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks, and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. I'll repeat that. And Nehemiah continued, Go and celebrate with a feast of rich foods and sweet drinks and share gifts of food with people who have nothing prepared. This is a sacred day before our Lord. Don't be dejected and sad, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. And I want you to hold on to that because that's going to, I want to come back to that, that, that last line, there, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I want you to hold on that. I want you to remember that. It is... um. I started something last week with you guys. I uh, started a, a topic called Loving and Enjoying What You Do. Well, today is going to be a continuation of that, Loving and Enjoying What You Do. And I'm just going to give you a brief overview from last week. Um, I told you that in life it's important to have things that you're very passionate about because passion continues to, to keep you alive. It keeps you, you know, moving towards a, a common goal. It, it keeps you moving towards you know, a better state of you, a better a better becoming of who you really are. So it's, it's, it's really important to have passion about what it is you're doing. The second thing I, I told you, that your passions will empower you to endure any how that is required to the attainment of your desires. What that means is that you're going to go through some dry times, some hard times, and some trying times, and times when you may just want to give up. But when you reignite yourself, when you remember what it is, why you're doing what it is you're doing, when you, when you connect yourself to that thing that you're passionate in doing, it absolutely, it absolutely keeps you motivated. It absolutely keeps you going to, con- to the desire end that God has for you. So I want to 
as I did last week before we get started really into the message, I really want you to um to receive what it is that I have for you or guys on through me today. And you know, I really want you to open your mind, allow your mind to receive this lesson. So first thing I want you to do, I want you to get a picture in your mind of what it is you truly want a life to look like. Like I said, it could, you know, you could be on a beach somewhere. You could be um, having a, uh, you know, a margarita, a virgin margarita, because I don't condone alcohol drinking, if that's what you do. I'm just, just joking. Um, you could be on a, on a beach with a, sipping a margarita. You could be, you know, somewhere in Amsterdam right now. You can be in, in New Zealand. Wherever it is, wherever your dream life looks like. You, I mean, it could be traveling. It could be you know, seeing that your children are all, you know, successfully doing what it is they've been called to do or seeing that you're, that you're completely healthy and completely whole, whatever it is that, you know, your life, ideal life looks like, I want you to get a picture of that in your mind right now. I want you to, to, to hold on to that picture. I want you to get that picture in your imagination. Look at it now. Just look at it and just imagine what it feels like to live the life of your dreams and see yourself living the life of your dreams right now. I'm going to give you a minute. Just, just continue to look that picture and let more clarity come from it. You know, think about what that car looks like when you pull it up in your new driveway at your new house with the five-car garage. Think about what, you know, your new wardrobe looks like in your new closet. Think about, you know, what it feels like to walk unfettered from pain and, 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 and hurts and, and creaks and cracks. Think about what it feels like to to completely be who you are, not who you not just who you are, but who you've been called to be. I want you to get that picture in your mind. I want you to hold on to that picture because that picture is important for everything that we're doing now. Continue to see yourself in that dream. Continue to see yourself living uh, the lifestyle of, of your dreams. Now what I want you to do, I want you to hold on to that picture and I want you to now, I want you, you got that picture in your mind. I want you to continue holding that picture. I want you to embrace the emotions and the feelings that that picture brings. I want you to embrace the emotions and the feelings that that picture brings. I want you to feel what it feels like to be out in the sun on the beach. I want you to feel what it feels like to, to walk in that plush carpet in your new house. I want you to feel what it feels like to know that, you know, you don't have to be walking pain anymore. I want you to feel it. I want you to absolutely feel it. I want you to absolutely feel it. I want you to hold on to it. I want you to become part of your emotions. I want you to, to completely lose yourself in that picture. And don't worry about how. Don't worry about what people may think. Just see that picture of how your dream life looks. Hold on to it and feel it. Continue. So we're gonna just hold on to it for like the next minute. Just, hold, just see yourself in that picture and, and, and think about what it feels like to be, to live the life of your dreams. Think about what it feels like to, to absolutely walk in freedom. Think about that. Because that picture, if you can envision it, it's freedom. I want you to continue to feel that. I want you to continue to feel it. I want you to continue to embrace it. See yourself with in abundance. See yourself living A, a life that is just a life of abundance, a life where you can help people live their dreams, where you're blessed to be a blessing. 
I want you to hold on to that picture. I want you to hold on to those feelings. And I, you got this picture in your mind, and you hold on to these feelings. I want you to say the next, say this confession, this affirmation I'm going to give you seven times out loud, and I, I'll, I'll say it with you. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. Now I want you to continue to hold on to that picture. Continue to hold on to those feelings. Continue to, to believe in, in, in your mind the words we just we just confessed, the words that we just affirmed. And I want you to keep that picture locked in your mind as we go through the lesson today. Because you can wear. And if you trust me, I know you're gonna you're gonna to get to the expect meaning that God has for you. So let's get started. Um today's uh topic is enjoying excuse me, loving and enjoying what you do, part two, this is the continuation from last week. Uh today we're gonna to focus on one specific thing. Uh going back to our divine intervention, uh the joy of the Lord is your strength. Well, how many people are do you know that are really experiencing that type of joy? That type of joy that causes them to be strong. That type of joy that causes them to to want to get up every morning and do what it is they've been called to do. They want to do their divine assignment. I know a lot of people. I coach a lot of people. I talk to a lot of people, and they're, they're battling this and battling that. And it, sometimes when you go through a battle, it's hard to smile. It's hard to keep your your, your game face on when when you feel hurt inside. Well, what I'm coming here today to tell you is that there's a better way. That when you get completely engulfed in that which you've been called to do, yes, there's going to be some hard times. Yes, there's going to be some trials. Yes, there's going to be some tribulation. But the joy of the Lord is your strength. That means that you trust God for everything, in everything, with everything. With everything, in everything, for everything. You trust God. Because it's only God that can give you that, that fullness of joy. I, I've experienced some things over the course of the last couple of weeks where I've realized that even in, in ministry and even in, in being a, a coach and being a motivator, that if ever you're doing something to please people, you're going to be highly disappointed. If ever your, your motive is to please the people, you're going to be highly disappointed. So you have to be willing to do what it is you're doing, knowing that what it is you're doing brings pleasure to God. And if when you're bringing pleasure to God, God is not a, it's not stingy. He's not short. He's not, he doesn't live in lack. He wants you to do the same thing. He wants you to live an abundant life. And when you seek to, to please your God, it is his desire to see you 
enjoy, so to speak. It is his desire to see you enjoy. It is his desire to see you enjoy. So, in understanding that it's God's true desire to see us enjoy, and to, to be in joy and to enjoy life, without a shadow of a doubt, we have to do everything that's necessarily possible for us to get to that place where we can enjoy or we can be in joy. Again, that, that comes from answering the call in your life. That comes from answering and accepting the assignment that you've been called to do. It is absolutely, it's absolutely necessary. Like my mentor Les Brown says all the time, it's necessary. Your dreams are necessary. Your dreams are what's going to bring you joy. Because your dreams and your and those, those visions that God has given you, those are, that comes from him. And when you seek to, to live up that assignment, you give honor to God. And you're not going to give honor to God without him honoring you too. You're not going to, you're not going to exalt God without him exalting you. Everything that you do, everything that you do, let it honor God. That's where joy starts coming into your life. Let go of anything that, that doesn't propel you to living a lifestyle that you would really be proud of, a lifestyle that you would want people to emulate. I'm actually getting to the place now where I, have, I really, truly want people to, to see my life and want to emulate it. That means there's a long, there's a little way for me to go because I'm not there right now. I'm not at the place where I want people to say, oh, I want to, I, I like what Miles is doing completely and I want to do it. I would like to pattern my life after that. There are certain areas that I'm confident that people could, could, could model themselves after me, but not everything. So that means there's still some work I have to do. There's still some things I gotta, to shake off. There's still some, some, some work that I have to do. But I thank God for grace because now I can, I can keep moving forward. I can keep, you know, walking out and living my passion. But in the same sense, I also understand that if I don't go after the, the vision and the dreams that I have, that joy will, will escape me every time. There's a lot of people that, that are going to hear this podcast, a lot of people here listening to me live. Now, you need to hear me say this. Your dreams are important. Let me say that again. Your dreams are important. Your desires are important. Your goals are important. Your dreams are important. Your goals are important. Your life is important. Now is not the time to get caught up with, it, with how things look like, like in the world. Think, now is not the time to get caught up with how, you know, people people are saying that we're in a recession. People are saying that, you know, there's a shortage of money. But there's, there's countless stories of people who, who woke up this morning and was not worried about how they were going to pay their bills. They woke up this morning and they were not worried about how they were going to go on vacation. They were not worried about not waking up at, at six, 6 o'clock in the morning to get to work on time for 9. Some, somehow, someway, somewhere, somebody woke up this morning and they had they did not have money problems. So I don't accept shortage as, as my uh, reality because it's not. I'm, I'm suggesting that to you as well. Today is, a, a, is a, the beginning of a new day for you. 
receive all of your divine good free and unfettered right now. That's when joy comes into your life. And, I'll, and, and I'm not just talking about stuff. I'm talking about being everything that God has called you to be. Because that's where true joy comes from. I know I'm, I'm, I'm reiterating everything I'm saying. I'm, I'm sounding like a broken record on purpose because I want you to get this. You have to enjoy your life. You have to enjoy what you do. You have to love what you do. You could be a, a hairdresser. You could be a carpenter. You could be a nail tech. You can be the, the person that picks up roadkill inside a road. You could be a sewer worker. You could be anything. Whatever it is you're doing, do it with love. Do it in such a way that if that you would want to please God with it. Now, I'm speaking to myself now. Hey, I'm, I love doing what I'm doing here. Each and every week I come up and do this show, I absolutely love it. I enjoy this. I enjoy helping other people reach their goals. I enjoy helping people create a championship standard of living. I enjoy that. I enjoy it. I love it. And sometimes the thing you enjoy may not be the most lucrative thing. And so, you know, in a, in a society where we're, we're taught that we have to do things to make money, sometimes you have to understand that when you, when you are, have accepted and, and you're absolutely operating in your assignment, Whereas, like my pastor always says, where there's vision, there's provision. If you have a vision, if you, if God has given you vision, has given you divine insight on, on things you should be doing, if you step out to do those things, the provision's coming. You just have to trust Him for it. I'm doing this show each and every week, and my main, my, one of my major goals with this show is to, to reach multi, multitudes of millions of people each and every week to impact their lives so they can go out and, and realize their dreams and create a championship standard of living for themselves. That is my goal for this show. I don't, ultimately, I want to see this show on a higher platform, on, on XM or Sirius Radio. I want to see a TV show, you know, spawn off this show. Because I, that gives me joy. This is, this is the thing that, that lights me on fire. What is it that lights you on fire? What is it that really gives you joy? What is it that really gives you peace? What is it that really, when you hear the making of it, it gives you goosebumps because it's, it's, it's inside of you. What is that thing for you? And my thing is when you find that thing, don't let go of it. Don't let anybody trick you out of it. Don't let nobody take it from you. Hold on to it because that thing that you see, that thing that you're feeling, it is going to bring you joy. Now, just like, like I said, I, I reiterate again, in life, when you are walking in your assignment, there's sometimes you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna hit some bumps in the road. You might get bruised a little bit. You might get worn out a little bit. But the thing is, don't give up. So, you know, there's resources like like this this broadcast right now to to revitalize you. Because guess what? I've been where you where you've been. I know what you're going through. And let me tell you, you can come through it. You can get better. Your dreams are that important that you can't give up on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. That's my motto, my motto, my motto. And I mean it because there have been some things I have I have allowed to be aborted in my in my vision, in my dreams, in my life, 
And let me tell you something. I paid the price for it. And the price you have to pay for that is, is the grief of knowing that you gave up something that you didn't even give a chance. Somebody, you know, you need to hear me right now. You, you've given up something that you didn't even give a chance to, to thrive. And you have to forgive yourself for it. You have to forgive yourself for it because guess what? That's in the past. You can't take it back. Forgive anybody that's attached to it because I'm going to show you today, even with the guests I'm getting ready to bring on the show momentarily, that when you really love what it is you're doing, sometimes you're going to make mistakes because you're not, you're not perfect. Sometimes you're going to miss the mark. But the truth of the matter is this, that when it's all said and done, that your life is important, your dreams are important, your vision is important, you are important, you were born to, to solve problems. You were born to bring good things to life. You were born to dynamically impact this universe. Now, some people may not tell you that. I have the guts to tell you that. You were put here to do some dynamic stuff. And without a shadow of a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt, I truly, truly believe that you are going to do it, that you are going to do what you've been called to do, and you're going to do it well. Not only are you going to do it well, you're going to do it on such a level that people are going to call and ask for you by name, for whatever it is you've been called to do. But you've got to step out and do it. You've got to have enough courage to do it. Everything we're, all, we're still talking about the same topic. The joy of the Lord is your strength. What brings joy? Doing things in decency and order. Being willing and obedient to God. And without a shadow of a doubt, continuing to, to, to execute in love. But most importantly is that the thing that you're doing, let it honor God. And when those things are aligned, dynamic stuff happens. Phenomenal stuff happens. Amazing stuff happens. I want everybody that can hear my voice right now, I want you to do something for me. I want you to write down one goal that you want to accomplish by the end of this year. So that by December 31st of 2009, there's one thing that you want to accomplish. I want you to write that thing down. I want you to email it to me. I'm going to give you a blueprint to get there. This is one of the things I do for my uh, life coaching clients. I, I create, help them create blueprints for success. I help them create um, ways to get from point A to point Z, I mean from, from the beginning to, to the end. I help, I help them with the planning of their greatness. What I want to do is everybody can hear my voice, everybody hears this podcast. What I want you to do, and I'm going to put a time limit on this, until the end of August. So you have until August 31st of uh, 2009 to send me an email with one goal that you want to accomplish, and I'm going to send you back a blueprint to help you get there. 
what I want you to do is email me at Miles W. Miller, that's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R, at gmail.com. And in the subject line, I want you to put one thing to accomplish by the end of the year. I want you to send this to as many people as you can. Send this podcast later. Uh, send it out on Twitter. Send it out on Facebook. I want everybody that you can get your hands on by the end of this month to send me a request to create a blueprint for them. And I'm doing this free of charge because I just want to see people really enjoying their lives, really walking out and living their dreams because I know it's important. I know that you, you're not here by accident. Like I said last week, I don't care if your parents got drunk and just, you know, start fooling around and, and lo and behold, here you come. It, even that moment was an accident. And your birth was an accident. Even if your parents weren't married, your birth was an accident. Even if, you know, there were some strange situations that happened, there's some things that may have not been completely right that happened, your life is important. What you've been called to do is important. What you're here on this earth to do is important. Your assignment is important. But in order to, to, to do those things, trust God, give God the, the, the honor and the glory by what it is you've been called to do. And I tell you this much, his joy will strengthen you. I absolutely thank you all for taking the time to listen to me today. Um, this was a, uh, an impromptu decision for me to, to do this show because I had something else planned. But I really felt strongly about, you know, talking about joy and talking about living your dreams, living the life of your dreams. And, and one thing that I, I'm really big on is that I connect myself to people who are living their dreams. I connect myself to people who not only are living their dreams but doing it on, on a level greater than me because I want, I, I want to come up. I want to get better at what, I, what it is I'm doing. I want to get better at what I've been called to do. So, you know, each week, I, you know, I, I reiterate this, you are what you're connected to. You are what you are connected to. Uh, somebody that you're connected to is, how can I say it? If they're not a reputable person, eventually your reputation takes a hit. If somebody that you're connected to is a very reputable person, if you follow what they're doing, over time you become a more reputable person as well. So, Find dreamers, find visionaries, but find dreamers and visionaries that are doing it at a, at a level greater than you. That's that's your assignment for this week. Go find somebody who who's greater at, at what they do than you are. Connect to them. Pick them for information. Get as much information as you can from them and use that information to become better. I'm, I'm telling you something that I do. I'm telling you something I've learned to do. That somebody who, who has, if, I, if I'm in the presence of greatness, I want to figure out what makes that, that makes that person or that thing and that place great. Because I'm going to definitely implement it in my own life. And I'm going to definitely implement it in everything that I do. So, like I said, continue to go forth. Continue to, in, to love and enjoy what you do. Continue to never give up and never quit on your dreams. Continue to create a championship that are living for yourself. And trust me, you will begin to experience joy in your life. So, again, I thank you for, for taking time and listening to me today. 
And I have something dynamically planned. Um, I have a, a guest waiting in queue to come on the show. And I'm going to give you a brief overview of, of our guest. Our guest is, um, how can I put this? He's one of the most dynamic people I've met. Okay, there's some things that this young man does that has caused me to get better in ways I'm doing because he, he's doing so well. I'm, I'm just sitting back and watching him. Uh, he has a, a blog talk radio show called Make It Happen Radio. He has a, a, a new website. He's doing um, video logs. He's doing. A, he's getting out. And he's living his dream, and he's lighting people on fire to live their dreams. Also, I'm going to bring him on to let him talk more about what it is he does. But I want you to listen to this young man because he he's going to give you some nuggets that are going to empower you to do what it is you've been called to do. So, without a shadow of a doubt, I'd like to bring onto the show Mr. J.L. Godfrey. One second, J.L., we have a little technical difficulty. J.L., are you there? Hey, how you doing, Miles? Hey, how's it going, sir? I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? I'm doing great, man. It's, it's good to have you back on the show. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me back. I thoroughly enjoyed your, your introduction, man. That was phenomenal. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, but it's the truth, because you, you definitely are... That guy, and I, I want you to tell the people a little bit more about what it is you do, sir. Um, again, I want to say thank you for having me on. Um, I've been yes, inspired sir. by the things that you you've done. So again, it's just been a pleasure to connect with you. And just a, a little bit about myself: I'm a, a licensed minister, a, a life coach, and uh, my goal is to inspire people to live their dreams, to make it happen. And I do that through coaching and uh, doing seminars and speaking from all across the country. Um, I recently did an event in Michigan, and so uh, that's my goal. My goal is to inspire people to live their dreams and to make it happen. Okay. And so, and, and in doing so, how how are you an example for that? I can't. Can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Yes, sir. I'm like, in, in doing so and inspiring people, how how are you doing this in your, implementing things in your own life? How, how are you doing things? How are you making things happen? Uh, man, I, um, in my story, I, I, I originally I come from uh, Saginaw, Michigan, and it's a really a small town, a impoverished city, and and I kind of struggled along, not you know not living my dream, just kind of being like everyone else, and going through the ups and downs of life, and then I moved here to Nashville, Tennessee, where I currently reside, and man, I, I was ex- exposed to a whole other world, and so because I, I believe exposure expands your expectations, and yes, so. Sir. Being in this environment, it exposed me to so many great things, and so it it forced me to get better. And and I love what you said about hanging around certain individuals. And I, I got myself in a crowd where uh, nothing, you know, I had to be the best. You know, the right. average just wasn't good enough. And so what I began to do, uh, I picked myself up. I I, I never graduated from um, from college. I went back. I'm sorry, I went back and finished uh, my, my college education and uh, my started my own company. Uh, I'm currently uh, an entrepreneur. I don't work for anyone but myself. Right. And so um, I've just been doing doing that. I'm sorry, I'm breaking up. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, but I've okay. just been doing that, uh, just working for myself, man, and living the dream. Uh, it's It's a great feeling not to have to go and punch a clock in the morning, and, you know, I was just yes, reading sir. an article in the USA Today, and they said uh, uh, 50, 53% of the most Americans hate their jobs. Wow. <laughs> and so, you know, to do what I love to do and, and, and make a great living at it, it's a phenomenal feeling. Yes, sir. You know, you said 53% of Americans hate their jobs? 
Yeah, 53%. That's the, I, I read that in USA Today, and I was absolutely floored because, you know, that's half the country. Half the people that's – if you go to your office or your place of employment and look at half of the people, they are miserable. You know, I spoke with One in every two people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. I spoke with a gentleman. He had a six-figure uh, income, and he was only happy one day a month, and that was payday. You know, most people would be, be you know, uh, thrilled to, you know, have a six-figure income. But if you're not doing what you love and if you, you're not doing what your passion is, eventually you, you'll, you'll find yourself being unfulfilled because the money only lasts for so long. Right. Well, I, I'm just – I've got to go back to that. You said 53% of Americans hate their jobs. <laughs> yeah. So let me get this straight. And more than half of the people that you meet in life, and as, a, as an American citizen, they are not doing something that they love doing. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 I think Miles, a lot of that has to do with um, the, your exposure. You know, me speaking and and um, having my you know doing my coaching sessions and doing seminars, um, I would have never thought that that would be my career. Uh, but it just comes from being exposed, you know. Um, I, like I said earlier, exposure expands your expectations, and yes, so sir. I think the unfulfillment that they have it comes from not being exposed to to other things in life. You know, I think of um, most African American kids; they love, you know, playing sports. You know, uh, but they haven't been exposed to things like the violins and things like that. And so, you never know. We never would think that, you know, uh, an African American would be great. At golf, we never thought that right. African American women would be great at tennis, but they were exposed to something. Right. So I think that unfulfillment that they're feeling is just doing what they feel like you know they're supposed to do, and not what their talents and their gifts are allowing them to do what they were born to do. Sir, I even take it all the way to the top. We never thought as African Americans that you would ever see a, an African American president. That takes the brakes off of everything. You you have no excuse anymore. You can do it so if you if you can conspire to do it. If you can conceive to do it, you can do it. Even even with that concept, um, and I say I mention it often on my show, Make It Happen Radio. Um, he had to believe that he could win before he ran. Yes. A, yes. a lot of us don't believe that we can be great, and so we don't try. And so wow. for him to even sit out sit out to run. He had to believe in his mind. He had to say, okay, I know it's never been done. I know the odds are against me, but I believe without a shadow of a doubt that I could be the next president. And so for those mm-hmm. listening, you know, and those who might listen by podcast, you have to have a determination and a self-drive, a self-will on the inside of you that won't stop until you are the thing that you designed and created to be. Well, i got to go back to this. I don't maybe do the dead, uh, dead donkey here, but 53% of Americans hate their jobs. What do yeah. you think makes them keep coming back? <laughs> the money. You know, uh, you know, you, Miles, you know how it is when you graduate from college, and most of us who graduate from college, we get a degree in something, and then we find ourselves, once we graduate, our degrees are pretty much worthless. Mm-hmm. So we pick up a part-time job, and we'll say, we'll just do this until things change or this, that, and the other. But then you find yourself creating bills, and you have to repay those student loans. And so before you know it, you find yourself stuck and trapped in that 9 to 5 
you know, and that's that that fifty three percent that's unhappy because they found themselves stuck in that situation because of finances and and bills and you have to you know men we have to provide for our families and so on yes. and so forth and so that's how you find yourself being stuck and become you know in that fifty three percent. Because I, I guess I got when you said that it just the, the size of that number, you know it, that is that means that. I'm just going back to that. A lot of people that you meet, that's the reason why they're so unhappy. Exactly. They're doing something that they hate doing because they feel like they have no other choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So how do we, how, how do people like ourselves, how do we help people find out that they can they can live the life of their dreams? Um, I think we, what we have to do is we have to, everybody's been dealt a set of cards. You know, yes, um you know, some people use excuses. Uh, I've come from this side of the tracks, or uh, my, like I said earlier, my degree is not worth what it used to be. Um, and they, we make, we make a lot of excuses. I think our job as uh, speakers and life coaches is to inspire them to get past those excuses and begin to live that life. You know, I think excuses. <laughs> I, I read something by the great um, Les Miles. I mean Les Brown. I'm sorry, uh, and, <laughs> and he says. Excuses are the nails that's used to build houses for failure. Wow. And so yeah. by people making those excuses, they're building a house of failure. So I think our job is to, again, reiterate to them that despite what happened, you know, despite, you know, your degree or your situation or coming from this side of the tracks or being born in a single-parent home or whatever your excuse is why you're not successful, I think our job is to kind of pull them up you know, I, I use an example as an escalator. I'm at the top, and my client is at the bottom, and I'm never coming down to where they are. My goal is to pull them up to where I am. Right. Well, that, that's that's a dynamic thing because a lot of people they miss that whole concept. I mean, you're you're in your life. You should be always looking to get better. Exactly. You should always be looking to see. I, I see that when I hear that that number. Yeah, what it does, it, it tells me that a lot of people have, over time, just completely done it. Have done everything it took to build a house of failure. Yeah. And now they got now yeah. they're in a house of failure. You know, now they're upset that they built this big house that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You you hit it. I mean, uh, reading reading that stat, man, it it absolutely floored me. And so when I spoke with you earlier, and I and you know, I looked at the topic. I said, "Oh wow, this ties into just what I was reading." You know, because fifty-three uh, percent is an outstanding number of people going to work every single day, eight, ten, twelve hours a day, absolutely miserable. I hate hearing that. You know, that, that almost makes me sad because it's like, man, you know, there's some good things in the universe. Why can't people just up and you know? They've been some people may be called being artists, and then they're working at a you know flipping burgers. Now I'm not saying that flipping burgers is a bad thing. If you know it's, it's a job, and you, you may need to pay some bills. But what happened? I mean, how do you get yourself, JL? Can you? I mean, maybe you can help us with this. How do you get yourself from that place where okay, I'm just doing this to make ends meet until my breakthrough comes, versus getting locked into a situation that makes you absolutely unhappy. Um, again, I, I, I'm kind of like you. I hate to keep, you know, uh, beating a dead horse, but I, I, again, I have to agree with what you said in the beginning of the show. It's about your environment. It's mm -hmm. about your environment. 
um, Miles, over time, me and you, we've developed a relationship. And so yes, sir. If, I, if I tune into your show or if I come in contact with you and you're not living or being the absolute best that I know you're capable of being because I expect nothing but greatness from you, I'm going to say, hey, Miles, man, that was a great show or that was a great event or it was okay, but it wasn't your best. And, and right. that being in that environment, uh, surrounding yourself with people who expect or, you know, they expect nothing less than the best from you. And so mm-hmm. if I'm stuck in doing a, you know, a, a flipping burger type gig, and, again, I don't, I don't, I don't say, you know, not saying that that's a, you know, a bad occupation or anything like that. All I'm saying is that always inspire to be better. And so the company that you keep should always inspire you to be better. So if you're flipping burgers at McDonald's, um, I have a guy coming up on my show. He wrote a book, and it's t- entitled, he went from flipping burgers to flipping homes, <laughs> you know. And so it's possible, despite where you, you may be cutting grass, you know, for you know the old lady down the street for ten dollars. But eventually, move that up where you own the whole block and you've got uh, cards and websites. Just be great at what you're doing. And so, surround yourself with people who expect nothing less than the best. Well, you know. It's funny you say that. I actually have had some situations happen recently where, you know, my mentors, they've been challenging me to get better because I I, I have a saying. People ask me how am I doing, I say, tell them that I'm doing phenomenal. Right. So it's gotten to the point where people call me Mr. Phenomenal. <laughs> Even, you know, little children come up and call me, hey, Mr. Phenomenal, how are you doing? Wow, wow. So I've spoken this out so much, now people expect to see this. Right. And now I speak it out so much myself, I expect to see it. I, so when I don't give a, a phenomenal performance, a, you know, I show up in a, a great manner, I, I talk to myself and I'm like, man, you could have done that better. You know better than that. You you, you are a great person. You, you know, you're not supposed to give a second-rate performance. You're not supposed to give second-rate anything. And what do you say to a person who maybe they, they've allowed mediocrity to be their best? How do you what, – what, what, you suggested them to get them moving in the right direction again. Um, it's it to me it starts with the the habits that you create. If you create a habit of waking up at ten thirty in the afternoon and just laying around, you know, watching, you know, Doctor Phil and just eating, you know, donuts and just, you know, <laughs> I, I have a saying that says if you if you first form habits, then habits will form you. Yes, sir. And so if you form the correct habits of getting up in the morning, you know, doing your daily devotional, uh, getting before your, you know, before God or your higher power or whatever it may be, um, and just going out with a conquering attitude and, and saying, despite, you know, if it's raining, some, some people want to stay in if it's raining. Rain doesn't stop me. You know, whatever the situation may be, um, you create habits of a winning attitude, of a championship standard of living. Yes, and sir. By, by creating those habits, it will begin to form your lifestyle. So um, I say habits, if you form habits, habits will form you. For example, I get up and exercise in the morning, and right now I may be a little bit overweight, but I'm forming a habit. And eventually that habit of me walking and exercising will form me into that body and that physique that I would like to have. So what I would say to the, the listeners and the people who may be listening by podcast, form habits, but form Great, great, successful habits. Study winners. Uh, listen to shows like this show and my show, and get things in your spirit and in your mind that's putting out positive energy. That's going to have you form that habit of being successful. 
I mean, that, that's dynamic stuff right there. That's dynamic stuff. I think, you know, just to add on to that, many people, you know, when you, you hear these shows, I want you to understand something. You, you, you're, you're listening to people who are really living this thing. They're really doing this thing. They really, they really are putting forth their best effort to be great every single day. And that doesn't mean that every day that they show up and everything is all PT King. Like I told you before, when you're on this road, that trials and tribulations are going to come. You're going to meet with obstacles. You're going to meet with road bumps. You're going to meet with things that, you know, the time delays and, and time deadlines. You're going to meet with things that, that, that are going to challenge your greatness. But you have to continue to show up. I know one thing that I've noticed since I've been in Atlanta is that, you know, coming from Detroit, Michigan, in the wintertime, it snows in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. It snows a lot in Michigan. But snow doesn't stop people in Detroit or people in Michigan from getting to where they got to go. Unless it's just exactly. tremendously bad. Unless it's like, you know, you're talking 12 feet of snow. In other states, in the north, when they get snow, it, it doesn't shut down production. But in Atlanta, you can get a light dust in the snow and everything shuts down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that that, me we have the same thing, yeah. But, That's but, weird you know, Michigan. No, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead, go ahead, sir. No, I was just going to say, we have the same thing here in Nashville, a little dusting of snow and people are going to buy bread and water as if the world is coming <laughs> to an end, you know. Um, but, you know, where, where we, you know, where we're from in Michigan, you know, it doesn't stop. You know, we continue right. to go, you know, and I think that's the attitude and the spirit of a winner, you know. Yes, sir. And that's why I believe that Michigan will re- rebound because, yes, sir. you know, the people have the spirit of a winner. They have the spirit of a fighter, you know. And I'm not saying people in the, you know, in the areas that we're in don't have that same spirit. The the analogy that we're giving to you all is that don't let anything stop you. Yes, sir. You know, don't let anything hinder you because trials and tribulations will come. Miles, I did a show last week and it was it was absolutely horrible. My guest, <laughs> we had uh, technical difficulties. The phone lines were jam. I mean, it was absolutely as bad as you think. It was absolutely horrible. Wow. But it what it did for me is it said, man, next week I'm planning a powerhouse show because I don't accept failure well. You know, yes. so that made me, you know, get back and, and, and get sharpen my tools and really get, get back at that because I don't accept defeat. You know, and to some, you know, they, oh, it's just okay. It's just no, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay to be average. I refuse to lose. Uh, my pastor says, uh, tells us that defeat is not an option. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Defeat is not an option. We, we, you are on a mission to do some dynamic stuff in life, and you can't even conceive defeat. Defeat is not an option for, for dreamers and visionaries like ourselves. Defeat is exactly. not an option. It is unacceptable to lose. You, you have to know that if you make a mistake, yes, it can happen, but get back up and don't let it happen again. You learn from that mistake because that's not that is not acceptable. We got to get better. We're on a, we're on a mission here. We're going somewhere here. Exactly. You, can't, you know, I don't want to be in a plane with a pilot who says, well, you know, we might get to Memphis. We might not get to Memphis. That's an option. If we leave that to Memphis, you better take me to Memphis. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I say meditate on your failures, celebrate your successes, but never stop moving. Stale water stinks. Sure. Always keep going. So, you know, if you fail, study it. Look at what you did wrong. See how you can improve. If you if you uh, if you won, if you if, you know if you conquered something, 
Don't stop and be proud and boastful. Enjoy your success. Meditate on your failures, but always keep going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I think that, that a lot of people don't take the time to realize that if all things happen for your good, which we talked about last week, because we truly understand and accept the fact that as a dreamer, as a visionary, you are, you're moving in the will of God, then all things are going to work together for your good because you're called according to his purpose. So in understanding that, that means that even the failures happen for you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That means that even – I'll get graphic. That means that somebody out there right now may have absolutely done something horrific. And I, I keep touching this because I know it's something that somebody needs to hear. Somebody I, – I mentioned this word early in the show, the word abortion. Somebody may have had an abortion, which is something that, you know, is it, – it's a hard thing for anybody to go through, but it's in the past. And somehow with the enemy meant for bad, God's going to use for your good. Yes, that means there's some things, because you're a champion. And that, and, uh, and second-rate living is no place for a champion. I remember going to a, a Les Brown conference, and he said, said it like this. He was, he was quoting Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali had, had gotten hit in a, in a match and got knocked to the canvas. They asked him, Champ, why didn't you just stay down? I mean, why why did you keep getting back up? Because he said in his mind that a, a, a canvas, the canvas is no place for a champion to be. So he kept getting back wow. up to the fight. Wow. In a fight where he was getting pummeled. Because you are wow. a champion. Because you are a champion, no matter what hit you take, no, I don't care if, if what has happened, if it's been a financial downturn, if it's been somebody that you love leaving your life, if it's been whatever it is, Somebody telling you that you, you know, telling you that you've been ugly, and whatever the case may be, you are a champion, and the canvas is no place for you to be. I'm telling you, get up today. Go get what you've been called to do. Go do what you've been called to do. Be who you've been called to be, because the canvas, second-rate living, is no place for you to be. I mean, I, that's just, I felt strongly, I feel strongly about that. Wow, that's that's phenomenal, man. I see why you have the name Mr. Phenomenal, because that was absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'm just, I just, I really feel strongly about that. Now, I, you know, you're a champion. Yeah, you're yeah. you're you're a child of the king. Yeah, you're not supposed to be living in in, in, the, in the trash. And I think, um, I, I hope your listeners take away, if they don't take away anything from this conversation, hear the passion that uh, Miles is speaking with. This is not a, a, a rehearsing something. This is something that's in his heart. You know, um, anybody can do a radio show. Anybody can speak and say, well, I'm this and I'm that. But it's the passion that you hear coming from him. I mean, Miles, I'm absolutely floored by the things that you're sharing because it's the passion that you have behind him. You know, you, anybody can tell someone they love him, but it's how you say what you say and yes, how you do what you do. You know, and so, man, the passion that you have that you bring to your listeners, this is, I'm a fan of the Miles Miller <laughs> uh, graded the Championship Standard of Living broadcast. So, man, that's, man, it's been great, man. Yes, sir. And um, likewise. So, sir, tell them about um, Make It Happen Radio. Uh, again, what, you know, what do you got uh, coming up on deck? Uh, well, <laughs> next week <laughs> we have none other than the great Miles Miller. <laughs> you know, uh, he will be our special guest next week. Um Miles, your way of inspiring people and, and the passion that you have, it's it's contagious. And so I'm looking for you to, to infect my audience with your your uh, 
inspiration and motivation. And next week uh, we're going to be talking about um, how you, mo- a lot of people out there have an identity crisis. Yes, sir. They don't know who they are because if they knew who they were, man, they would do so many great things. So I'm excited about uh, Mr. Miles W. Miller coming on the show. And if you want to go by um, my website, it's www.jlgoffrey.com. Um, you'll find information on my show, on my speaking engagement, and just all the things that I have coming up. Also, uh, my my motto is make it happen, inspire you to make all your dreams happen. And so a lot of people come across and ask me, what are you doing to make it happen? I'm in the process now of starting a, a video blog where okay. I'm going to do a live, a live weigh-in via YouTube where people can actually see what I weigh. And wow. I'm 30, 31 days from... The first video, I'm going to show you how I go from what I weigh to what I'm going to weigh, and I'm going to show you how I make it happen. So you definitely want to go by that website, jlgoffrey.com. I have my upcoming book, Living an Uncommon Life, and just all my information you can find there. Right. Right. Wow, that's just, man, that's dynamic stuff. You got me. You got me ready to go on that show right now, sir. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling the energy, man. It's, it's man, it's through the roof. I'm loving it. I'm love. I can't wait. <laughs> so, man, just do me this favor, man. I do this every time I bring you on the show. Every time I bring a guest on the show, but I know you got something dynamic you want to tell people. Give the people an encouraging word to keep them inspired to move towards their uh, their goals and to come out of that second rate living. Um, what I would say to your listeners is that, um, like I said a little bit earlier, everyone's been dealt um, a set of cards. You know, now success in life is not uh, having to play a good hand, but it's what you do with a bad hand. You know, um, I was dealt a bad hand, but it's the ability to play a bad hand well. If you can succeed with a bad, with, if you could succeed with a bad hand. You are on your way to a phenomenal life. And so it's just, again, success in life is not that you've been dealt with all the right cars. You may come from the wrong side of the tracks. You may um, have, um, you know, two kids and not be able to finish your degrees or whatever your situation may be. But it's the ability to play a bad hand well. If you can play a bad hand well, you are on your way to creating a championship standard of living. Wow. Folks, this is uh, that's that's Mr. J. L. Godfrey. Um, wow, <laughs> you got me with that. I, I'm, I'm like sitting here, just mouth hanging up, like wow, this guy, this guy, this this, this is this is real life stuff. This, these are people here. You're hearing people on the show that people that really want to hear, see, and, and experience your success. They want to see you. You get it. Yes, sir. Mr. Godfrey wants to see you get it. I want to see you get it. We and we gonna we gonna keep getting better at our craft so we can see you get it. Because exactly. it's, it's it's not just for us to be inspired and be on fire. We want you to get it too. Exactly. It's not a, it's not gonna be no no church sermon, but it's <laughs> gonna be something spiritually to to infect you with success with the with the mentality that I can succeed. I'm a champion. Guess what? I'm gonna say this to you again. You each and every one of you that can hear this podcast, you are a champion. If you are drawn to this show by any re- for any reasons, you are a champion. Let me remind you of something. I'm going to remind you of a quote that I got from the great Les Brown who quoted the great Muhammad Ali. And I'm going to paraphrase this from him. You're in the fight of your life. 
your dreams are important. You're going to get knocked down. Well, remember this. The canvas is no place for a champion to be. Get up because you're a champion. You might get hit in the face. Get up because you're a champion. They may lie on you. Get up because you're a champion. They may tell you that you're too fat to do whatever you want to do. Get up because you're a champion. They may tell you that you're too black. Get up because you're a champion. They may tell you that you're a woman. Get up because you're a champion. They may tell you any and everything to try to discourage you from being who you've been called to be, but keep getting up because you're a champion. And a canvas is no place for you to be. We need to see you taking over the world because you are a champion. I am a champion. J.L. Godfrey is a champion. Kenneth Moody is a champion. You put your name in front of it. I am a champion. You are a champion. Get up off the canvas. Today is your day to get up off the canvas because that is no place for you to be. And secondary living is not acceptable in your lifestyle, in your lifetime, in your in your existence. One thing about myself, I haven't had any children yet, but I want them to know when they when they do start popping up on this earth to one wife. I just had to clarify that too. Um <laughs> That they're gonna know their father's a champion because I'm creating a, a championship family before they even get here. For those of you who already have children in the earth, they need to know that their parent is a champion because if they can't see you being a champion, then it doesn't exist for them either. So you, everybody who hear this, hear my voice tonight, get up off the canvas because the canvas is no place for a champion to be. Now, with that said. I want everybody who hears my voice to send me one of their goals, one goal that you want to accomplish by the end of the year, and I'm going to help you create a blueprint to get there. You got until the end of this month. You got until the last day of August 2009 to get that to me. And anybody who, who gets that to me by the end of this month, I will create a blueprint for you using my patented method to help you create a championship standard of living, to help you realize your goals. Well, by the sound out, Mr. J.L. Coffee, I appreciate you for coming on the show today. And um, we, I look forward to seeing you on, on, on your this Thursday coming up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This and, Thursday, and, 6.30 uh, Central Standard Time, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We appreciate you for coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. Thank you so much, Miles. And, again, I, I want to say publicly you've been a blessing to my life and just the information and, and the wisdom that you shared with me. Um, I think every great great coach knows even greater coaches or is being coached by a greater coach. And so I just want to publicly say the impact that you've made on my life, man, has it's been phenomenal. So I want to publicly say thank you. I appreciate you, sir. And I, I'm honored by the, by your compliment. I'm, I'm really inspired by that. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Well, people, you know, we come to the part of the show where we um, – we have to say, we won't say goodbye. I'll say I'll see you later. But before I go, I want to give, I want to give um, acknowledgement to Mr. J. L. Godfrey, uh, two people who've been who've been inspirational to me um, in many ways. Uh, Miss Tiffany Patton, Miss Chelsea Green, Miss Chanel Brown. My mother, uh, who's on the line today, actually, my mother is actually listening in. Thank you, Mom, for, for tuning in. Um, my cousin, uh, Maria, is right there with her listening to the show. I thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, uh, my friends in Atlanta, Kamaria Finch, uh, Ms. Tara Holland, 
and anybody who I may have forgotten. Also, special thanks goes out to Mr. Kenneth Moody at Lighthouse Entertainment for allowing me to use the studio, his studio today, to do this show uh, from Detroit, Michigan. I thank everybody who can hear my voice for continuing to support this, this movement. And without a shadow of a doubt, I want to remind you of my, my mantra and my motto. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.